Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Dunstore's workers, as I said, have submitted a pay claim to their pay, <coughs> pardon me, seeking among other things. Sorry, I do apologise. I forgot to bring my water into the studio. Seeking among other things, a new pay scale that will increase hourly wages by a minimum of 7.7% in addition to annual leave days they want as well and other conditions. And represented by the trade union mandate, the employers or employees have also called on the company to improve its staff discount scheme to create more full-time roles to deal with understaffing and to introduce fully paid maternity and paternity leave for staff. Now, the new pay scale would see those at a lower pay point receive 7.7% increase in their hourly pay. Uh, Those at the opposite end of the pay scale would see their hourly wage rise by 7.7%. Citing the rising of the cost of living, the union has said its members should be fully and rewarded fairly for their work, particularly given their contribution during the pandemic. I think we can... Stop mentioning the pandemic at this stage, to be honest with you. Also in the UK, currently at the moment, all sectors are planning strikes with nearly 10% inflation rate, both here and in the UK. We're in a very similar situation to our friends across the water. And UK politicians, as I said, are clamouring to take the top spot of Prime Minister and they're offering a 4.5% rise to some public sector workers, but they've been rejected as not enough. And as you can see, all the unions are out there. The rails are on strike. Postal Service is threatening to go on strike. The NHS is threatening to go on strike. Civil Service and Administration, including revenue and everything else, threatening to go on strike. And because they're looking for more, they're looking for 10% because that's how much the cost of living has gone up. You can't expect people to take pittens and buttons. But here's the downside. The downside is there is a danger there if you raise the wages by 10% for everybody. Small employers won't have an ability to pay staff and you will lose some jobs. But in saying that, we're in an open market where there's full employment at the moment, apart from those who don't want to work or can't work. So realistically, I think they will get other jobs. Also, raising pay increases may drive the cost of living up even further. That would normally be the case. But because we're living in a false economy at the moment, some economists have said that if you increase the wages right now, it wouldn't drive inflation any higher because inflation is as high or going up as quick as it could possibly go. So is it time that a national pay increase was agreed by all unions? There was a time in this country, I worked in a record shop back in 1981, I was manager of a record shop on 50 quid a week, and there was a thing called the National Wage Agreement. Now It was abandoned, for what reasons I don't know, and the way that worked was everybody in the country no matter where you worked, private or public sector, we all got a pay rise in tandem with the rise in the cost of living. So the cost of living went up by 2%. Everybody got a pay rise of 2%, which meant your wages and the pay and the cost of living stayed in tune. At the moment, that is not the case. What we're looking at at the moment, at this point in time, everybody who's being paid is essentially being paid roughly 10% less than they were this time last year in tandem with the cost of living. So in other words, your wages are getting you 10% less value for money than they were this time last year. You have 10% less in your pocket at the end of the month than you had this time last year because your bills are higher. So essentially, we've taken a 10% pay cut because none of us have got pay rises. Well, some public sector workers have got pay restoration over the last 10 years. But I would imagine that most people in the private sector haven't had a pay rise in the last 10 years because of the recession back at the start of the decade. So I want to know, when I say the start of the decade, the start, you know, in around 2010. So is it time that we raise the wages 
by 10% for everybody. Would you agree with that? Now, I know there are companies, there are people out there who are employers. I want to hear from you too. And I'm going to say, oh, that's impossible now. We can't do that. And also, other things that we need to look at. People's lives are important. This idea that you get 20 days annual leave or 21 days in some cases has to go. It should be higher. People should be entitled to a bit more time off. It needs to be higher. Maternity leave. It's an important thing. And somebody mentioned in the office today, the more you paid in tax, like we did years ago with contributions, the more you should get in maternity leave. Not just a standard amount from the Department of Social Protection. So is it time we start changing everything to make, pe- to make it worth the people's while actually going to work and earning a living? The number is 87 8 That's 87 8 Let me go to Frank. Frank, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Frank? I'm very well yourself. Good. Frank, it's a bit of a quandary because there is a suggestion by, by some economists, if you push up the wages, we push up the cost of living. But other economists will say, well, no, that's not the case at the moment because the cost of living is being falsely inflated at the moment. So we couldn't imagine it going up any quicker than it's going. I, look, I think um, it's, it's, it's basically a catch-22 situation. Um, they're going to say, yeah, we'll give you an extra 10%. And then before you know it, six months down the line, oh, now, by the way, we're pushing everything up another 10%. But you said you weren't going to do it. Oh, well, unfortunately, things have gone up and uh, we have to, we have to uh, cover, cover the costs there. Um, basically, the big businesses and governments are like the casino. They always win. The house always wins. Um, no matter how much they give back, they will always make their money back. So you're telling me if Dunn stores or Tesco's or any of the big stores or the big employers say, okay, we're going to give all our staff an extra 10%, that all of a sudden within six months, 10% extra will go on the cost of the goods on the shelves to pay for that 10% increase? Oh, most definitely. And, and you won't even really know it. I mean, um, let's say there's a couple of thousand items within the store. Each item goes up two cents, five cents. Uh, before you know it, you, you're actually coming up with a couple of grants that they're making back. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's you, you, you never really actually feel it or see it, but before you know it, then you actually it hits you, and you're like, oh no, my 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 bill here is an extra twenty euro. Why? And then you you go through, you scroll down your list, and you're like, oh oh, milk's gone up ten cents. I actually never spotted that because you never really focus on your everyday goods, and that's where they'll catch you. Mm-hmm. And and but I. At the moment, I'm looking at people struggling, people who are working hard, by the way, and who are you yeah. know, maybe in manual jobs, too, by the way, and, and they're struggling to pay their bills. And I don't think even we realize that we are now at a point, you know, in 48 years where we have never seen inflation like this ever. And these people will realize how bad this is going to be in September when suddenly they have to start paying for their oil or their gas for their heating, their lights will be on for longer, their energy bills are going to go through the ceiling. So we're going to really see the difference then. Oh, most definitely. I mean, um, I'm myself a renter and my rent is, is absolutely exorbitant. But I have to live in an area where it's close to a school for my daughter and access for, for my wife and, and then to have absolutely everything they need on the doorstep. And, um, I mean, I'm paying 1900 a month on rent. And, I mean, that's a couple of hundred shorts there, my, my monthly wage. But, but, it, but, it, but it, it, here's the thing, Frank. 
the government could be doing a lot more. They're doing nothing. I keep hearing the same line trotted out by Michal Martin and <laughs> Eover Edgar. But didn't we give you 200 there off your energy bill a while ago? And didn't we reduce excise duty by 15 cent on diesel or whatever, 20 cent on petrol? Which didn't really make a huge amount of difference, let's be clear about <laughs> Not it. Not at all. We, okay, so they didn't really, they haven't really done anything to help people out. And they can because and I'm not having a pop, we should protect as many people as we can from war-torn countries, but look how much it's costing, for example, for Ukraine refugees. Look how much it's costing at the moment, or look how much it cost over the last two years for COVID and the money that was wasted on COVID, by the way. We only talked recently about the amount of masks, uh, hand sanitizer in one particular hospital. Uh, you know, millions of pounds worth gone to waste because it had gone past its sell-by date. So we waste and squander money in this country, but yet when it comes to giving people a wage increase or a tax break, we just can't seem to do it. We, we seem to be uh, the last thing on their minds. Oh, yeah, yeah. B- basically, um, they're, they're keeping everybody, all the hard workers, all the, the people dedicated to supplying the feed, uh, food for their families, and just, just basically keeping head above the water. They've got us by the short and curlies. Because if they raise it, look, but they we don't. Have to pay, we have to save. But that, that's um, it. but isn't that the line? Oh, they, you know, they're the ones in control. They're not. We voted for them. It is a, allegedly a democracy uh, that we live in. We don't live in some sort of dictatorship or some sort of communist country. Although one would be fooled sometimes. Um, but in saying that, it's in our hands. I mean, I have seen situations in this country. We had, for example, the over sixty fives when they cut the pensions going back about twenty years ago. They were out on the street. I've seen people when the water charges come in and they didn't agree with it. Hundred thousand people out on the street but I'm seeing nothing the Irish people seem to have lost their gusto when it comes to fighting back even the British at the moment you've got these four politicians clambering to get the top seat in Parliament right and all offering all sorts of things to people to get that position so when when they need to do it they can do it look I mean um I personally, uh, I'm from South Africa, and it's the same type of situation there, where it's everybody votes for these guys, and they they fall for the promises, they fall for the lies, and and just the absolute hogwash that gets fed to them every voting season. And when they keep doing the things, they they flock like sheep. They keep voting for the same people, and they keep getting fed the same nonsense. And it's it's almost like a, a brainwash mentality where. I don't know why, but people just become zombies and <laughs> they just uh, keep making the same mistake. I mean, you're not going to hit your head against the wall 10 times and then do it another 10 times and say it was fun. Um, if you want to make a change, stand up and make the change. But if you're just going to sit back and accept it, well, change will never happen. And there's a whole psychology behind it because I, I posted a tweet there last week that I filled my car up in East Wall. There's a garage here in East Wall beside Aldi, which is the cheapest garage around. And I filled it up for 114. The week before, it cost me 132 in another garage. And I, and I put a smiley face up. It brought a smile to my face that I was being ripped off just a little bit less than it was ripped <laughs> off the week before. I mean, in other words, we, come, we start to come to accept living on less money and being ripped off a little bit more. We, we, we start to accept that, don't we? Pretty much, yeah. Um, well, I say 15 euro here. Well, hey, kids, let's go and have uh, some burgers at McDonald's let's spoil ourselves we saved 20 euro but actually you didn't <laughs> yeah yeah of course yeah, I know, yeah. So, so you think it's a catch 22 so if you were in charge and it was your decision Frank would you give everybody a 10% pay rise across the board if, if I was in charge most definitely because at the end of the day if you're going to give people that that money that they deserve that money that they bleed sweat and cry over 
you know what, they will just work that much harder for you. Don't push the prices of everything up, but people will just end up living a better quality of life. They will end up actually spending more, buying more luxuries. So at the end of the day, they will, the government and everybody else will still make more money because people will be able to afford the little luxuries in life that we work for. Well, well let, let, stay there for a second. Let me go to Will as well. Will, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. Frank making a load of sense there, Will, to some degree, I suppose. And this is the fear. If you give people more money, we push the cost of living up even further. Uh, do you think it's a good idea? Well, uh, the experts are saying that inflation has risen by, what, 7? No, it's 9.6% now. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's got even higher. I don't even agree with that because when I go to the petrol pump like you or I go to the supermarket... I'm spending 25% more than I was maybe two years ago. Mm. So I think inflation is more like 20%. So well, I, I do well, it, well, it depends on what you're talking about. Of course, when it comes to fuel, yes, it's almost double the price. Across the board, now, I'm talking about your, your groceries, your energy. Everything seems to be about 20% dearer than it was yeah. three or four years ago. Yeah, okay, okay. But yet, I'm not earning any more money than I was five years ago. So you've essentially taken a pay cut. Well... The cost of living and what we're being paid, it's not, it's not on, on the level playing field. You're basically working for less. Your money, your money is just not, it's like monopoly money. It's getting you nowhere. You're going in there, 50 euro. 50 euro diesel now is not even half a tank, as you said. You go into a supermarket, it, it, doesn't go, it doesn't go very far. So I think, not just the dumb stores employees, we, we, I'm, I'm working for a large company as well. We all deserve a pay rise to meet the cost of living. Because if this continues, it's just going to drive everyone into poverty, which is what's happening with lower-paid workers at the minute. Mm-hmm. So it has to change. Something has to change. And I think this government, they're, they're going to push it a bit too far. And I think people, people are going to be on the streets. Do you think they? Do you think? I mean, sorry, I'm sorry. Have you got the radio or are you on speakerphone, Will? Because I can hear myself back to the phone. But however, I'm, I'm just, on here. I'm on here, please. But I, I switch it off there and I go on to me. I, I, I go back to the phone if you could, please, because yeah, yeah, I can hear myself talking. But do do you think that you know, Michal Martin, Pascal Donoghue, Leo Varadkar? Do you believe the politicians we voted for, who are making the decisions, you know, which could help us or take us out of some of this, do you believe they understand how Will lives and how Frank lives and how I live? Do you think no, they no. understand that? No, but would, how would you understand if you're on 200 grand plus, you have a chauffeur-driven car, you're living in Balls Bridge, you don't pay for your meals, you get them in a hotel, you're, you know, how would you understand? When you're, when you're living in an ivory tower, being, you're wrapped in cotton wool. How could you possibly identify with the working man? They don't have a clue, and they don't care. They don't care. Now, now when you say they don't care, do you believe they consciously don't care? I, I believe they do not care. Michal Martin and Varadkar is coming on the telly there every night on the news with a smug smirk on their faces, lying through their teeth about we did this about the housing we're doing that. Well, well they're, they're not lying, it. but they what they will do is well, pick up they'll pick the good well, things that they did. Well, yeah. they're, they're they're lying, Niall, because. We're talking about a housing crisis, which is one of these issues, and nothing has been done in about 12 years. Not a thing. So they're lying. They are lying. Well, they will tell you the stuff that they have done. Now, they've done... uh, The stuff they haven't done is a lot more than the stuff they have done. I mean, look, when we're talking about the cost of living, and let's just focus on the cost of living, they'll tell you, look, we gave you 200 quid in your energy bill. We gave you, you know, a a few quid off the diesel by taking off some of the excise duty. But that's about the height of it. Well... 
the housing crisis is kind of relevant to the cost of living because there was a gentleman on another radio show one morning last week saying he's on 70 grand a year and he can't rent a house anymore. I know. But that's, that's related to the cost of living. I believe the politicians of this country are out of touch. They don't care and nothing's going to change until the people take the power into their hands and say, we're going to make a change and we're going to put these people out. Now, I didn't vote for any of these clowns anyway, just to... Who did, you, well, who did you vote? Uh, well, I voted for a couple of independent candidates down in my area in the Midlands and Sinn Féin. Now, I'm not a huge Sinn Féin fan, but I would, give, I would give them a chance the next time round because Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, I think the majority of Irish people have realised that they don't care about the ordinary person in Ireland. They, they don't give a damn. Do you, but do you think Dunstore's workers who have submitted this pay claim for a, you know, a minimum of 7.7%, which is a, it's historical to ask for that sort of pay rise, do you think they're, they're out, of, out of their station here or do you think they're, they're right? I think they're right and I think, I think they're, 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 they're making a stand and not only are they right, but it should go for everybody that's working in this country should get that amount, that percentage of a pay rise right now. And if they don't get it, they should stand outside the door and refuse to work. And, but do, do you have a fear that, you know, some economists, not all would agree, by the way, but do you have a fear that, say, for example, if we give people, as, as Will pointed out, that it can happen, if you give people more money, well then, say Dunn's, Tesco's, whatever company it happens to be that gives the pay rise, they then will put up the cost of their goods to match that pay rise. So we're back to a, it's a catch-22. Well, so what do we do? Do we cut people's pay in the hope that inflation will drop? That's, that's a similar argument you're making. Will we cut people's pay fair by point, 10%? Yeah, point, yeah. No, the money is there. The corporation, the big corporations are making huge profits. Oh, they the are. Money is Massive there. profits, yeah. The money's there. So for somebody, CEO of a company in a Range Rover or Ferrari saying, ah, you know, the money's not there. The money's there. They just won't dish it out equally to people that are doing the work. That's the problem. The money's there. My, 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 my sympathies do go when we talk about it, if we did turn around and say, OK, we're going to have a national wage agreement of 10% across the board for everybody, right? My, my sympathies wouldn't be with the likes of the Dunn stores or the Tesco's or the big corporations. My sympathies would be with Johnny who owns a corner shop and employs four people, you know, on a, on a probably on minimum wage um, mm. because he's not making much money. And, you know, and paying staff 10% extra would be the difference in not having a staff working a certain day and cutting them down to four days a week. Do you understand what I'm saying? That would be the fear, wouldn't it? Because 10% well, to him is a lot. It's not a lot to Dunn stores. It's not a lot to Tesco's. It's not a lot to Aldi, Lidl or all these big companies. Although, I believe Aldi and Lidl pay quite well, actually. Well, the, the big companies have swooped in over the last 20 years and pushed the corner shop man out of business anyway. So, I think, you know, the small corner shop business, that's on the way out due to the fact, by virtue of the fact that the big corporations have swooped in at a bigger scale and, and sold products at a lower price. So that's, that's happening anyway. It's inevitable. And But if you go to work, wherever you go to work, you should be paid a living wage. Well, not, well, not, well, not just to... I see this idea of a living wage, and, and a lot of people are paid a living wage, but I think people deserve a pay increase because people have set up their lifestyles around what they earn. And sadly, over the last three or four years, that's been eroded because of the cost of living increase. So, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're on 50 grand or 60 grand versus 30 you're grand. You're still down money, yeah. You're still down money, so you're still entitled to that 10%, I believe. Yeah, well, I, I, 
that's, that's what I believe. I think the Dunn Stores workers are right. They're probably not looking for enough. And we all should follow suit. And they also, by the way, have suggested they want additional annual leave days and they want full pay for maternity leave introduced and paternity leave. Well, that's fair. They're working for a big company that's making huge profits. Why not? Why not give everybody a good standard of living? Yeah, and I and I, 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 you know what? I'm Will. Just very quickly before I go into the break, Will, what do you think of a four-day working week? <clears throat> uh, look, it might suit some people. It might suit others. I think if enough people wanted it or went for it, that's fine. I, I personally, I'd go for it myself. Mm. Yeah, I think I think it's a good thing. Do your hours over four over. Frank, what what do you think of a four-day working week? Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, if ever. Now, I'm not suggesting you get paid less. You get paid the same amount of money that we should, for the for quality of life, that we should actually be only working four days. Look, put, Henry Ford brought in the five day working week, by the way. Oh yeah, no, I would say put 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 in your hard work over four days. But I mean, at, at the moment, I mean, there, there's such a staff shortage around Ireland that that would that would actually never happen. Um, but yeah, four day work week would be absolutely grand. Okay, all right, listen, keep, keep thinking about it and keep talking about it uh, in your, with your friends in the office at the moment. Do you think you're all entitled to a 10% pay rise? I want to talk to people, by the way, if you've been affected really badly by the cost of living increase, 10%. And do you believe a 10% pay rise would solve the problem? Or do you think, as some economists would suggest, it might actually make the problem worse? Noel, how are you doing? It's Mick the Taxi Man. Noel, I remember saying this to you before at one stage. Um, why don't we not adopt what's, what Sweden does? I think the Swiss, they were, uh, the Swiss have no government in charge as such. The people um, vote and stuff like that. But when inflation goes up, people's wages actually go up to match inflation. So if, if inflation goes up by 15%, your wages goes up by 15%. So... It's not really, you're not really losing. So uh, why don't we not adopt that here? I think his battery went towards the end there or something. How are you, Noel? Uh, and your diesel tank, 827 euro yesterday to fill up one tank. 359 litres, I think. We rolled out at 2.18 a litre. This doesn't go down pretty quick. The price probably just got to shoot up through the roof, pal. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I think the point that Jay is making as a truck driver, 827 to fill up the tank, uh, is that we're, all, we're not really seeing the effects of that yet from haulage point of view. The goods sitting on the shelves could be there for the last two or three months. In other words, you're going to see those goods go up in price over the next six months because the haulage companies are going to have to charge more to deliver goods. And everything, as you know, everything you see, everything you do, everything you wear, everything you eat, all ends up in a truck at some point. Anyway, should we give everybody a 10% pay increase? Would that be a good idea? Yeah, somebody says, Niall, uh, I think politicians generally are disconnected, but through no fault of their own. Uh, I believe they genuinely do care, but they just don't have a great understanding of how the other half lives because they haven't walked a mile in their shoes. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-0008. How's things, Niall? Yeah, it is time we start changing everything. I'm in work now with a chest infection. Can't afford to take it off. I can't afford to go to the doctor, so I can't afford the prescription either. So I'm literally sitting in a, on, on a dusty building site with a chest infection in a bundle. I was pure depressed, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm fed up with everything. I'm fed up with this country. If I had me away, if I hadn't got young kids, I'd be gone. Just, it's not a life. It's not a life. It's just existing to pay bills. We exist to pay bills and so forth. That's what I feel like. Yeah, and you know what? 
I understand the point you're making, but the problem is it's very similar in many other countries in the world. But in saying that, how are their governments dealing with it? And as we can see across the pond at the moment in the UK, well, I don't say pond, the Irish Sea, the pond is the other way, isn't it? Across the, the Irish Sea in the UK at the moment, the same thing is, is happening, but a lot more seems to be getting done about it. In other words, there is a lot of strikes. Um, as we see, the rail workers are on strike. On the Postal Service now going on strike. The NHS have threatened to go on strike. Uh, the uh, revenue commissioners and uh, admin workers within the civil service are going on strike, all looking for a pay increase. They've been offered 4.2% by these candidates, for example, looking to be prime minister. But as I said already, they've turned that down. They want 10%. That's what they want because that's the cost of living increase. And a lot of people are saying the cost of living or the increase in wages should match the cost of living as it does in some countries. Lisa, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Lisa? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Lisa, I understand what he's saying and everybody kind of feels that way. Oh, sure, I'd rather be not here. But unfortunately, there's a similar situation in many other countries around the world too, but I don't know whether their governments are handling it any better than ours. So what, what do we do? Do we give everyone a rise? Yeah, everyone should get a rise across the board. Absolutely across the board. And on top of that, I look for a source of the money to cover it. Well, you know, start taking it from the top. As you said yourself, Niall, all through the pandemic, they were able to find millions to waste, completely waste. Um, they can give them politicians. People say they're out of touch. They're not out of touch. They just don't care. They're not stupid. They're not blind. I find it hard, I find it hard to believe as human beings. And I don't know Leo Varadkar and I don't know Michal Martin. But as people, they seem like nice people. And I find it hard to believe that, yes, politically it might seem like they don't care, but as people that they don't care, I think they do care. I just don't think they have an understanding of how Lisa lives. I think they do have an understanding, but they have an, it, it, there's an inbuilt ignorance required to work in that capacity that you can't, you have to remove yourself from reality to a degree, I think. Um you know, and people say they're they're elected, but they're not really elected, as we all know. Do you know what I mean? Fifth count, whatever. Well, yeah, Leo, well, Leo, if, if it was fair, to be honest with you, Leo wouldn't be there at the moment because he no, barely he scraped wouldn't. in, yes, on the fifth yeah. count. Yeah, on the fifth count, and it was only transfer votes and the whole that. We all know that. But uh, the point being that, of course, I mean, they've, they, they, the Oireachtas, they've just put out a tender for um, 18 million for a contract for wine, specifically for the bar and all there. Now, if they can find the money for, you know, specially labelled wine for them to drink while they're talking about how poor we all are, while we're all on the bones of our arse. Well, you know, the the money's there. Take it. And it shouldn't affect small uh, business owners to look after their staff. That should be all uh, looked after in PAYE cuts. Mm -hmm. The the government should be looking after that. Not, Not people trying to run, you know. And I'm all for small shops, green grocers, what do, you, what, do you, what do you work at again, Lisa? What do you work at? Mediation. Okay. And in mediation, I don't know, is that a well-paid job? No. no. Not, not well-paid, no. <laughs> no. But you can see it across the board in the mediation sector that, I mean, it's causing chaos and carnage. Mm. People are living together because they can't afford not to. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so a decision is made for them even when they're... So you've got people who are separated and, and waiting to get divorced maybe four or five years and they're living in the same house not even speaking to each other because they can't afford to move out. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it would be even couples who have moved on and are in new relationships independently, but they still have to live under the same roof because they can't afford not to. I mean, that's wrong, Niall, on every level. No one should be forced to live somewhere where they're not happy. 
Do you know? Yeah, um, I agree. But, I agree. yeah, raise, raise the wages right across the board, right across the board. Um, I think we have the best paid politicians <laughs> right across when you look. Um, well, we, we do for the size of the population of the country. We've more politicians and councillors in this country per head of population than I think most countries in Europe, so... Oh, per capita and yeah. better paid than the President probably. of the United States. Uh, that's, Do you know I what I mean? Hear that. Yes, oh, without a doubt, like yeah. definitely, you know, probably, I think it's a third higher than uh, his salary. I, I don't mean, know the on. actual figure right now, but yes, I, I, I did hear that statistic or something similar to that before. You know, uh, the country is just falling asunder and we can find money when it's needed. Do you know what I, I mean? I mean, people, okay, people talk about politicians' wages. And by the way, politicians get paid well, there's no doubt about it. And if you want to get that money, be a politician, right? And that's like me saying, you know, teachers get loads of holidays and I'm always giving out about teachers have loads of holidays. But look, if I want those holidays, I should have become a teacher. And that's a fair argument, right? But the, yeah. the point is, yes, they get paid well. Turning around and saying, oh, well, let's cut 20% off their wages tomorrow. You know, that's not going to pay for an awful lot. It's not a huge amount of money in the big scheme of things. It really isn't. You know, it's a few million, but it's not going to cover an awful lot. I mean, no. to, to give everyone a 10, 10% pay increase, we're going to have to support companies. And I believe, I mean, they're, they're saying, and I know our first caller will mention that if, for example, Duns or Tesco's or whatever it is, gives everybody a 10% pay increase, they'll have to put that onto the goods on the shelves. The way out of that is quite simple that the government supports that 10% increase by giving the Duns and the Tescos and everyone else then a reduction in their employer's PRSI or something like that to, to balance well, that out so it doesn't affect them as much as you, you would imagine they would. But as you were saying, Niall, to cut, you know, even say 20% from every politician, um, that's a, quite a chunk of money, believe it or not, when you add them all up. But on top of that, cut their privileges. There's no, I don't know any job where you can go in after a meeting and have a bar and, you know... And have your dinner, essentially, free of charge, yeah. ridiculous. That should be closed immediately. Um, All those privileges should go. They don't need to be escorted here, there and everywhere. Look at Eamon Ryan, you know, um, getting the train down to Galway last summer, um, acting, you know, the cabbage, as he does. And then I'm glad the, you used a vegetable, the, not a meat. <laughs> <laughs> then the state car drove his bicycle down to him. How how does that even? Now I know I know he did make a comment in relation to that, and he said he said that wasn't true. By the way, can I point that out? It was true. There's okay. a video of it. You can see it. It was true. It's like everything else they say when they're cut short. They say it's not true. It was true. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm not going to deny, in relation to that particular thing, as I said, he will say it's not true, you're saying it is. But look, in relation to generally, I, I do agree with you. There's a huge amount of wastage in the way, you know, government, people within government act and spend money because it's not theirs. It's not their money. I mean, come on. You know, I know, I, I, and mind you, that's a long time in the past now, uh, when things were a little bit better. That was probably during the Celtic Tiger. But, but stay there a second, Lisa. I, I understand the point you're making. In other words, we can waste money in one sector, but suddenly we can't give it another, we can't hand it out the other way. Stay there yeah. a second, because I want to go to Tom as well. Tom, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Tom? Hello, Niall. How are you? Good. Tom, I mean, 10% pay rise for everybody. It, it, would that do more damage to the economy, or do you think it'll make people a lot happier? Well... First thing is that's a ten percent rise across the board, so everyone gets it. Yeah, everybody, public and private sector, by the way. Yes, four hundred thousand uh, in government sectors, and um, yeah, private sector as well. Now, there's a lot of small business out there won't be able to afford to pay that. I'd have a completely different take on this altogether. Why don't we just stop paying tax? 
because 90% of the tax we pay gets squandered. You get nothing for it. If I want to go to hospital, I have to pay. If I want to go to a consultant, I have to pay. I need to get a wisdom tooth out. It's going to cost me two grand. I've been paying tax for the last 40 years, getting nothing for it. Now, if I had all that money that I paid in tax, considering what I haven't got back from the state, I'd be able to sort myself out. Thank you very much. And a lot of these families on the pin of their collar, if they actually got zero tax, they'd be able to sort all this stuff out as well. If businesses weren't being taxed to the eyeballs, prices would come down. And what are we getting for our but tax? We, but we do need tax. Government. But we do need but tax. we don't need even remotely like what we're paying. We're getting well, we, How much do we take in? We had an increase of six billion in tax last year. I think it was somewhere around sixty billion, right? And we took it. We get for, and what did we get for? It? Well, a lot we got two hundred quid each, which COVID. wasn't two hundred quid. Yeah, yeah. it was only a hundred and seventy odd quid because they took that off the ESB bill, off the two hundred quid, so they got that back. So there's an awful lot of tax. Well, when you say what paid, do we get for? We get well. No, hang, hang on. To be fair, Tom, right? And I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of the government, as you well know. But when you say what do you get for it? You get? You, you get you get roads to drive on. You get street no, lighting. You you're you're getting to... services. You're getting. I mean, they may not be the most adequate services in the world. And yes, the, the HSE oh, is is in, in pieces. It's in tatters. But in saying absolutely that, absolutely in tatters. Yeah, but in saying that, there is still services for their kids with autism. And I know, you know I know, I know. Paying tax at 40%, Tom, I, I know exactly what you're saying, but there are still services there. They may not be the best services. Your kids go to school every day and a teacher teaches them. You know what I mean? But if people weren't paying income tax through the nose, or paying as much as to be able to pay themselves for school. I mean, it's not, it's, they call it free education. It's not, you get taxed through the eyeballs to pay for it. I, I don't we believe we should be paying as much tax as we pay. I would agree with you on that. Taxed but, through the eyeballs for it. Okay, so you're, you're saying a, a reduction in tax. Make their own decisions, but the problem is that doesn't suit the narrative because then you wouldn't have a ton of bureaucrats, a bloated service. Michal Martin wouldn't have money for his private jets to go off to Davos and tell everyone how we're going to um, cut back on our emissions. And yeah, what are we getting for our tax money? That's the question. And every single thing you've stated it's a service that's broken. And if I want to get Anthem done to any of them services within the next 10 years, I have to go and pay for it myself. So what was I paying tax for for the last 40 years? <laughs> well, I won't, say, I won't say all the services are broken. For example, we get, our kids get educated, you know, through you know, thousands of schools around the country which have hundreds of school teachers in each of those schools and they're all paid for by taxes. For everything else. Yeah. And yeah, but how many people are having to job. go get grinds and everything else? Hmm. because it's fallen through the system. You talk to most of the teachers in the system, they'll tell you it's broken, it's crap, that all they're doing is feeding the machines. So that argument doesn't work for starters. Yet the health system is on its ear. It's never been getting more money pumped into it, and it seems the more money they pump into it, the worse it gets. So you're saying to me you're paying a first-rate fee for a second-rate service? I'm paying property property tax for nothing. Hmm because I have maintenance fees as well on the estate I live in, so I pay for the bins, I pay for the roads to be cleaned. And I will say, the one I'm paying private for, there's um, an estate over the road that's managed by the council, and it's an absolute tip. No, no I, I'm, I, I'm not going to disagree with you about property tax. For example, as you know, I live a lot of the time now up in Northern Ireland, 
and you know there's rates in Northern Ireland um, where you pay you know your 900 or your 1500 a year in your rates on your home and the family home but for that of course you can use all the recycling centres you get your bins collected for free you get the NHS which let's be clear is a reasonably good service uh, certainly a lot, a lot better than the HSE uh, and you don't pay for doctors you don't pay for prescriptions I went to a doctor yesterday I paid 60 quid to be told something I knew already you know what I mean yes, So, and I mean you talk about the refuse there you're saying that's well and good but there is absolutely no place where I can bring paint, turpentine, engine oil Isn't to it? be disposed of. Because I, I go up to the, you know, when I'm up north, you know, myself and my partner would drop up to the local, there's a, there's a good few of them, uh, you know, the centres that you can go to, and they take paint and turpentine and they take wood and steel and uh, household rubbish. And, wood and steel and plastic. And, and it's free, by the way. There's no charge. It's free. Well, here it's by weight and they won't take... Um, oil, they won't take turpentine, they won't take burnt engine oil, they won't take any type of chemical waste. So what are you supposed to do with that stuff? A truck that used to come round once a year, now that's our business. What are you supposed to do with it? Because it's illegal to dump it, so what are you supposed to do with it? That's my point exactly. Oh, fair enough. All right, listen, I've got to take a break. Thank you, uh, Lisa and Tom. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087 Some of your messages, by the way, on WhatsApp as well. How are you, Noel? I think... It is a good idea to give people a 10% because the way prices are going, people are just getting priced out of everything. Like, And um, them clowns running the country, didn't they give themselves uh, their pay restoration and the judges and stuff? But yeah, ordinary working people are looking for a few percent to make ends meet. And they're going to say, no, 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 it'll push up inflation. And um, ordinary people are being screwed in this country. That's all I have to say, Niall. Thanks. Good luck. I, I detect in many people's voices in the WhatsApp today frustration. Absolute and utter frustration. And almost, and the last three, now maybe just my imagination, the, the chap with the chest infection and everything else there, the people on the brink of tears. I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just feeling that in some of those messages that I'm listening to. I'll play a few more after the break. The number's 87 10% national wage agreement is what Niall Boylan is suggesting, but of course Dunstores are suggesting 7.7% for their workers and better conditions. I'm asking you, would it be a good idea? All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 The question I'm simply asking you today and, um, is, should we have a 10% pay rise for everybody? 10% pay rise. What do you reckon? Uh, some of the text coming in. Hi, Niall. I work for a well-known supermarket getting offered a 10% increase in one hand and then cutting staff hours in another can't come on the show. In other words, it would cut staff. James, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? James, would, I mean, look, a 10% pay rise would mean a 10% pay rise for everybody. And I would like to think that people in the self-employed business could also take 10% as well. Well, you'd have to, wouldn't you? We, we probably really couldn't. It would mean... I can't hear you, James. Can you pick your phone up or something? Or I don't know. Any better now? No. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, for people who are self-employed, it would probably mean pricing ourselves out of the market. Now, with me, because I'm a taxi driver, um, all our fares are all set by the meter. Now, we are due a 12% increase this year, but that increase is covering us for the last five years. So it's not really. Well, an then increase. you're. Well, then you're getting it. Well, you are getting your increase because most people in the private sector haven't had a rise in ten years. The thing about Nile is, that, as I said, five years ago, I was paying one euro ten for fuel, as you mentioned fuel earlier. And they're paying two euro for the same. Mm. You know, our fuel has gone up by the bulk of forty to fifty percent. 
And, and what you know, about this, by the way, just while we're on the subject, just very yeah. quickly, I'm reading a story here. Taxi app fee now introduces uh, one euro technology fee to customers. Yes. This, this is uh, free now, I assume. Free now, yeah. So, so what? So customers are going to be charged an extra euro just for the crack? An extra euro. Basically, what's going to happen is you're going to open the app, you're going to put in from going from where you're going to where you live, and they're going to charge you an extra, an extra euro. Why? So, greed, Niall, basically. So just because they can? Just because they can. They're, they're perfectly legally entitled. It turns out that our union looked into it and they're perfectly legally entitled to do it. Anybody can do it as long as it's mentioned in their terms and conditions. Well, so so realistically, can. if my taxi journey is a tenner, let's say, right? Let's say I'm yeah. just in the city and I'm going from one building to another, which I'm sure a lot of journeys would be, right? Yeah. Um, you're going to be looking for 12%. Yeah. Right, okay, and then free now we're throwing an extra euro on, which is essentially yeah. almost 7% of, or, or should I say 10% of the 10 euro. Yeah. So between the two years, I'm paying an extra 22%. Yes, pretty much. That's incredible. Yeah. No, that's... And has anybody, has, have taxi drivers tried to fight free now on this? Because, well, it's, we, because well, it'll affect well, your business too. Of course. What we're actually encouraging people to do is not use the app. Simply walk down the street from September. The reason why people generally use the Freeno app now is because it's of convenient. The pay, it's convenient. Of pay for yeah. card. People, people don't want to walk down the street and put their hand out. Ah, but, but hey, James, that's all well and good. But I've been in that situation and they don't pull in. You're standing there like a gobshite, and you know, and every time you put your hand out, you realise somebody in the back of the car or whatever. You, you, you feel like a clown. You can be there for twenty minutes. The reason people use the app is because they want to be guaranteed to know they're going to be there at a certain time if they've got a meeting across town or wherever they need to go somewhere. So that's why people use the app. It's more and convenient and more reliable. And Freenow are exploiting that. So basically, what Freenow want, and and the reason why I'm saying the drivers to stop using the app is because what Freenow want to do is they want to supposedly ring fence this one euro to use for other technology, as in um, e-scooters and stuff like that. So what basically taxi drivers would be doing is uh, basically funding, funding their something com- that's in their, in their own competition. Their own competition, which is just absolutely crazy. No, I don't use the Freenow app. I haven't used it in a long, long time, and I would I would never even contemplate using it especially when I saw that email that was sent out the other day. So how do you operate then if you're not using your free now? I use, well, I'm with a, what we would call a traditional radio company. And I also use Do they still exist, well. the radio companies? Oh, they companies. do. Yeah, they yeah, do. Okay. They're still there. and There's still plenty of drivers that still use them. And you have the actual option of ringing and speaking to a human being. Wow. Will send there, you a yeah, there you go. And okay, so, when, so when, is, when, is this, when is this one euro, we've no idea fee, coming up as start, start? First, um, first of August. Right, because there's already a charge, a booking charge, isn't there? Two, two euro booking two euro. charge. That's for the driver to come to you. So, and who gets that two euro? Free now? The driver. Oh, the driver gets that two yeah. euro. Okay, yeah. all right, okay. Like, where, where, like, so. And so, so, what, what, so when, I, when I use free now to get James, right, to bring yeah. me across town, right, not that James uses yeah. it anymore, how much currently, forget about the one euro charge, how much are free now getting out of that fee that you charged me, that 10 euro? 15%. So they're already getting 15%. Yeah, and, and also... And they want another euro off me. Yeah, and also, if you happen to be, say, in a particular hotel that uses the Free Now app or a restaurant or a bar, Free Now will also take what's called a hospitality charge. Oh, Jesus. So basically what that money no, no end to it, James. I'm running out of time. There's no end to it. Anyway, 10%, James, yes or no? Very quickly. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And if a company can afford it, if it's a massive company, the likes of Dawn's, Tesco, or even Amazon, any massive company that is making uh, money... Yeah. Should, should actually be more if they can afford it. Thank you very much, James. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh.